Coins in the Herd, Season 1, Episode 24. I'm Mark. I'm joined by Rav and Bonesy and special mystery guest, Mr. J. What up? Um, yeah, so obviously we did do one last week and it was would have been a positive one. Having been that, Harry Kane got his goal to make him top goal scorer of, of all time at Spurs. And beating City, um, but yeah, we didn't do it because shit was going on, which I'm not going to explain. But we've got so what we who have we played since then? We played Leicester and Milan, innit? That's it, innit? Yep. Where do we start? Do we do we want to talk about Leicester? I feel like we've talked about Leicester. Should we get out of the way. I don't know. I don't even know if, we, if there's any point talking about Leicester. Do you know like? It, a couple of weeks ago, it was all positivity in it, and then Leicester happened, and not only was it a disastrous result, it was one in which we've lost probably our best midfielder for the rest of the season. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what much there is to say about that. I don't know. There's again since then quite a lot's happened as well. So I don't know whether do we talk about Leicester or do we just crack straight into Milan? And we scored first against Leicester, so that's a positive. I think we started all right against Leicester, didn't it? Bunzi, you, uh, you, you watched it, didn't you? Yeah. So well, I tried, what, tried to anyway. <laughs> talk, talk us through what happened, what, what happened at Leicester. What started good and what what, what went wrong with, with that game? Because I didn't see it because I was working. Well, yeah, we started well. We looked, we looked pretty comfortable. We were sort of, we, we had the upper hand and we had a couple of really good chances early on. Um, before we scored, uh, I think Bentoncourt, he had an opportunity where he was actually played through and I think um, their keeper made a good save. Um, and then I think Perisic had, an, had a decent opportunity as well when he was put through and he just like sort of screwed it wide. Um, so we started well, but I mean, <laughs> when the, um, the, yeah, when um, they scored, when they got their first one, my connection went down, load of buffering. It took me a couple of minutes to get back, get back, get back on. And by the time I did, we were two one down. And it was like a completely different fucking team playing. We didn't come back from that, did we? I don't think from that point, I think it was just one way traffic, wasn't it? Yeah, we just didn't we just didn't look good. It, it, it looked like it knocked the stuffing out of us. I saw the highlights. Fraser Forster looks Absolute shite, didn't he? Like he could, he could not get down at all. Like I don't know. Jay, did you watch it? I didn't see any of it. I saw we were throwing one down, and I thought, no, I'm good. So I'm got I mean, much to say about Leicester. <laughs> I mean, on that one, the the four start. I think I know you think, yeah, he could, he didn't get down quick enough, and that. I just think he wasn't helped by the fact that Dia just backed off and acted as a shield. In front of him, do you know what I mean? Backed off into his own 18 yard box, acting as a shield. And it was, yeah, it was like, pick your spot. Do you know what I mean? When I saw that back three, man, I was just thinking, yeah, that's, that's not a good day out for, for anyone. Uh, I don't know why. Do yeah. think, was he playing that team with Milan in mind, or did we have to make some of them changes? I don't know why he's dropped. Uh, Royale yeah, after well the, game, played, yeah. the game of City I don't understand the logic there to be honest when you're on a good run you let the players play because uh, I was thinking last night was it just to save them for Milan but yeah I don't know you know, I was I was hoping that that was me hoping after we got what 4-1 I thought oh maybe we're hoping to um, yeah maybe it's with Milan in mind Rev what's your feelings man yeah, I, I I just think, yeah, dropping Royal, I understand to an extent. I mean, we all wanted to see Poro play, right? Like, I mean, 
no one's really going to complain about that. We spent 40 million on the guy. Um, I, I heard it wasn't a great debut. I, I only managed to see it on match today because because yeah, the stream was pretty bad. But yeah, it just without Romero, who we'll probably talk about in a bit, we just our defense is like championship level. Like you 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 can't have like including the goalkeeper. That's that's like it's pretty much if that was if that was dished out in the championship, like you wouldn't be surprised. And I think it's just kind of boring to keep talking about the same sort of players doing the same mistakes over and over again. But unfortunately, that's where we are. And without Bentacle, we're kind of screwed the rest of the year. That is a championship defence there, isn't it? All day long, isn't it? Was Poro as bad as everyone was saying? Tim Sherwood was backing him, man. He was saying he was brilliant. <laughs> Tim Sherwood just reckons he's the worst thing he's ever seen in his life. Yeah, he goes, as, as Davies go, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Peak, he said what? Yeah, uh, he, he also said... He said Pedro. He said Pedro Porro didn't look that great when he watched Benfica last, and I was like, oh. uh, Tim, he didn't never played for Benfica, so <laughs> I show you all about what that geese is about. But <laughs> sound bites, mate. Yeah. Sound bites, provo- provocation, controversy. Poor that self. is that is all it is these days. Like, um, yeah, I mean, we can sit and talk about our shit we were all day long. Um, I don't really want to go over it too much, to be honest. I'd rather just get, get straight into Milan, to be honest, because we know where we are. We've got no midfielders. We've got no defenders, which is what I've what said about fucking every week during the transfer window that I would like to see a centre-half or two come in and a midfielder. And we didn't get either. We got a wing-back. And now we've got no midfielders. And we've got some kids that actually did all right last night, to be fair. They did quite well, I thought. Uh, Bonesy. What you're what you saying about the Milan game last night? Because we watched it together, so um, um, yeah, I, I think it could it could have been a lot worse. It was a scrappy game, um, and I think on balance of play, it was probably 50-50, Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, Skip and Saar, they done all right. I think Saar, in a few years, he's going to be good. He's going to be a really good midfielder. I just I worry a little bit about Skip because he doesn't look mobile enough to me to be out of care at the top level. Your words it, last it, night were Skip doesn't Skip isn't good enough to play for Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he isn't. Um I'd had a few drinks, so I might have been a bit <laughs> loose lipped, but um I, I I worry about him because I think he he does some things really, really well, but I just don't think he's quick enough. He's not on his toes. And the I don't know, I just don't think he's mobile enough. I think they, I think they, I think he could have a problem keeping his place. And it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me that in maybe a year or two he um he drops down. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't think he's quick enough or agile enough to play like where we want to be, to be honest, it's it's a shame. But I mean, we, we this is what we've got for the rest of the season, so we just got to get used to it, innit? Like we haven't we haven't got lots of options now, unless, you, unless there's people talking about Harry Kane well, dropping into midfield, and um, yeah, I mean, does that, is, was only suspended, wasn't he? Yeah, is that an option playing Harry Kane in midfield, um, or as a deeper number nine? Number 10, I, I, I don't think. Number 10, sorry. I mean, 10 could work uh, and then play Rich, Richarlison in front of him. But if he, he can't play midfield because he he can't press, really. like he, He's all right at it, but he's quite slow and not really mobile enough. Uh, and, yeah, like, if he kind of comes back, who holds the defenders up? Like, yesterday, Kane was holding up the defence and trying to play it through to people. And, and like, certain certain wingers weren't weren't very good at sort of running into the space. Yeah, we've been banging that um, drum all season about Son, man. I don't even want to go, <laughs> go get into that today. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, I just think, yeah, I think maybe like, I'll go. I mean, Conte's not going to change his formation, but like a 4-4-2 or something with Charleston and Kane up front could work. But yeah, if he's not going to change, that's kind of the key thing, I suppose. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There's got to be a solution in there, and if it means playing a free with, I don't know, is Conte just going to abandon his back three 
and go with a midfield three just because of the the, the players that are available. I don't know. Like it's, I, I don't think he's going to change anything. I think once Hoiberg comes back, it'll be Hoiberg and Saar. You reckon? And then, yeah. He ain't going to change his system. That's for damn sure. And he ain't going to put Harry Kane there. He ain't going to push Dyer up there. So it's just going to be Hoiberg and Skip or Saar. I think they both did well last night. Squash was big him up. I think Saar had the most... I can't remember what it was, but Skip had the most passes and Saar had the most something else. I think the most touches or some shit. But yeah, they both done well. Did you think we played well then, overall, last night, Joe? I think we did. I think the goal was bullshit. And Romero should have been stronger. Dyer should have been stronger. Foster pulled off a couple of wicked saves and then the shortest man on the pitch on a flying header. But I think other than that, they had a couple of good chances and they probably should have put the tie to bed. But yeah, I wasn't too disheartened with the 1-0. Yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got to take it back to, to the lane. And yeah, with Hoybier back, again, like it's time, isn't it? I mean, it's time for, for Dan Juma and Richarlison to get a run out now, isn't it? It is. It's, yeah, 100%. Son's had a good crack of the whip. This played him into form kind of Yeah, I think they're playing Conte's him. Do, think... Yeah, well, you do that for six games, eight games. We're now on match day, what, 21 or whatever the fuck it is now? And he's scored three goals or four goals, I think, in the league this season. It's time, man. I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah. he's not part of the squad. I'm not saying that he, he needs to be fucked off or even sold or any any of that. But get that Dan Juma guy in there, man. See what he's, let's see what he can do. Is he any good? Yeah. What, 100%. Give Son a break. I think he just needs a break. He went to a World Cup as well. Captain his team. That's going to take it out of everyone. And they just keep <coughs> frying him in there, frying him in there, frying him in there. It's like, nah, man. Give him a break. Let him chill out, let him get his head right, and not bring him on. Just give him a break. Leave him out of the squad for a game or two. Yeah. Take the spotlight off of him. And, yeah, just let him go and, and chill him... out and get his head right and just train and chill and get hungry again. It's ever since his dad said that he's not world class, isn't it? He literally hasn't <laughs> been world class. He was he was <laughs> world class. And his dad went, nah, he's not. Is it? Yeah. It, like in, in the off season, like just before uh I think it was just after the season finished when he got the golden boot on the last day, or the shared golden boot. And everyone's coming and going, oh, he is world-class, he is world-class. And he's dead about, no, he's not. <laughs> and then, I don't know what happened, like, behind closed doors. Did his brother mug him off as well? His brother mugged him off about losing the final or something. Yeah. I mean, he, walked, he walked through the door with that with that golden boot trophy and his dad just spat in his face as he walked through the door like. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I mean, did you, did you guys see what Dan Juma tweeted? Uh, earlier it's kind of really weird and cryptic but he was he said something like it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war and does that mean that like spurs is just so chaotic that it's like there's like little clicks warring with each other and you've got diets not talking to son or something i don't really get what that tweet means or is he just trying to say yeah give me bits i reckon he's thinking about eyeing up the groundsman job at the lane he wants to be a gardener (laughs) I think that's what he's really saying. He, he's saying the opposite. He's saying, I want to be a gardener in this chaos. He's getting down Capel Manor, isn't he? He's doing some horticulture. He's, he's not happy with the conditions of the pitch and the retractable pitch. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what he means. He came on against uh, Preston North End, didn't it, and scored a goal off of his... He kind of come off of his heel. That was heel. a way. Oh, that no, was a way. I mean, yeah, he played a retractable pitch. Yeah, he yeah he's he's, he's a steady boy. He, he he was playing every week for Villarreal, as far as I could tell, and he had a you know. He, but you know, how good could he have been? Because Everton were trying to sign him. Do you know what I mean? Like, how good is he really? Uh, someone <laughs> someone was saying before the game against Milan that he was in the Champions League team of the season last year. I was like, is it? Yeah, he got he scored a few for Villarreal. Like, I think he got six or seven in the Champions League last year. Because they made it to the semis, didn't they? Last year it was Liverpool that knocked them out. I think. Why don't we oh, get some midfielders yeah. back from on loan, man? I was just on, on that. Ain't fucking Lasalso at Villarreal or somewhere like that. Yeah. 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 Winx, they've been saying Winx has been doing really well now. He's got back into the team as well. They're calling the washing machine. Tanky. Hey. Yeah. They call they call Winx the washing machine because he just keeps. What did you, I think it was you telling me this, Rab, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the dishwasher cycles the ball so well. I don't know what I don't know what they're watching, man. I don't know what position washing machine is on a pitch but that's what they're calling them and is that yeah, the Italian for cement mixer <laughs> maybe it just turns so the ball over. is helping them in their relegation battle 
He's sure it ain't. Yeah, it don't translate be. into the word fluffer. Like he's the fluffer. <laughs> he's keeping. He's keeping them all wrecked at, at half time. Good work in a relegation battle. To be fair, is that what they are? Is that what they they, they are in the league? Yeah, they're in a relegation fight, and that's why they were bigging up wings because since he's come into the team, they've done a bit better, I think, or something like that. Get Ndombele yeah. back. So, get Ndombele back, and then he doesn't get his trophy for winning the league at Napoli either. So we, we, we've got to stop letting people leave Spurs and winning trophies <laughs> elsewhere. So get him back. I don't care. Just get him. He kind of no. It's got to stop people winning trophies. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck all that. Just, what, what was that video? Who shared that video earlier? Have you seen that video about the, the Spurs? Was it called the Spurs Sensory Sensory Program? Have you seen that? No, it was it was Paddy no, Power. I haven't it? seen that. Oh mate, it, it is funny, but it also <laughs> kind of hurt my feelings quite a lot. Did you not? Was you not getting that from it? Like yeah, the best, it there's, a, there's a Spurs Sensory thing where you can go and you can let off steam as being if you're a Spurs fan, and it's basically just a, a museum of all the shit things that have happened to Arsenal. And you think first of all you think, ha ha, yeah, that's good. And then you just actually think, no, that's lame, man. <laughs> that's lame. Uh, but it's yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was obviously made by Gooners, wasn't it? Or West Ham or someone. But I was learning to a bit of a full sense of security because I thought it was a legit thing when it first started. <laughs> I didn't realise it no. was a piss take, and I was just a bit like, like fucking assholes, like got me. <laughs> you fucking dumb you cunts. I was laughing, but I was lo- I was kind of like angry with myself. Uh, laughing for good teeth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, positives, Saar, Skip, and again, Royale had a good game, isn't it? He's on a good run of form at the moment. Yeah, he was doing all right. That was it, Liao? He looks good, but I thought Emerson was doing all right with him. Oh yeah, the, the tricky little lad. <coughs> yeah. Doing all these little flicks and step overs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Kane yeah. done well as well. Kane I mean, was bullying one left. of their defenders as well. Rev. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I was going to say that, that that left side of Milan was all they had, really. And I think that that's like we, we did quite well to deal with them. It, it's just like we let a midget score a header. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that anymore, but it's I'm like. I'm going to read it out. People need to know what you're about, Rev. People need to know the real you. Shit, nah. You're exposing me. Uh, Who did we see less yeah, of in that game? Yeah, Son or Giroud? I saw Giroud do something, so... I didn't see no shit, man. He made one pass, didn't he? Like, he put... Oh, and he had a header, yeah. I think there was a ball that came over the top as well and he controlled it perfectly, but then it didn't go away from him. But yeah, That must have been when I was having a piss and some Chelsea supporter started staring at me in the the piss trough and talking to me. Like, you know, when you talk to people in the piss trough, you don't look at them directly when you're talking to them. You look at the wall, (laughs) you you look at the wall, or you look down at your willy and you piss... This guy was like, what team do you support, mate? And he was looking directly at me. And I was like, oh, Spurs, like, yeah. He went, I'm Chelsea. I was like, okay, this is a bit odd. But anyway, um, any other notable mentions, Bonesy, from last night? Um, no, I think you've covered it all, really. All right, well, that's uh, that's been episode 24, season one. So, what, what do you reckon our chances are of turning it over in the second leg? I, I feel like I feel I feel like we could do it. You know, we've only got six two past them, innit? They didn't look. They didn't. I don't think they drummed up. They don't, I don't think they created much. I remember, I remember we could take them back at the lane. I think yeah. End of the first half, we looked very very good, and I thought if we keep playing like that in the second half, we will do them tonight. But we came in the second half a bit shady as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's, we'll have a few players back. I think we'll be alright. I think the second the uh, the second half was basically why oh if we can get back into this and nick a draw we will but they're not going to we try our best not to concede anymore and keep the tie alive I reckon the first forty five minutes I reckon the first sort of five ten minutes at home it's going to be like quite frenetic and we'll probably start off quite high tempo. But I'd say after that, I think up until half time, and maybe with if it's still one nil up until like half an hour to go, I think it will still be very tight. I think it'll be towards the latter part of the game that we then look to start the, to throw the kitchen sink at it. I think it's just about keeping in the tire and having a good go towards the end of the game. 
Rav, what are you thinking? You reckon we're going to take them or do you reckon this is going to be our Champions League swan song for a, probably a, at least another year, I'd say? Um, we, I mean, we, no, they're not good. Like, we, we definitely can beat them. It's just, like Luke sort of said, we, we sort of go up the tempo a little bit and I feel like we can't do that. We haven't done that all year. Like, and, like I don't know, at home... I used to think at White Hart Lane, like if anyone was coming to, to to play us, the atmosphere would be too hard for them to handle, and the players we just play beautiful football, but we just don't seem to be able to do that at the moment. And all it really takes again is like a Giroud header from a dire mistake. We should beat them, like it's basically the short answer. We should be beating them, but it's just we got to start. I don't know when it's going to kick in this second half. Season and we've got to start playing with some tempo and some a bit of heart and desire because at the moment it's just it's just like it's just ruining us in all the all these games. Apart from City, Jay's smiling. Like what's what's all the smiles about, Jay? Connor's just got to go to formation A and he's got to press the button. All <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Luke actually, he actually said that today. Luke, he actually said that in the conversation we was having earlier. Um, it was someone... Yeah, go on. I'm just saying. I'm just. I've just noticed that Arsenal, Man City is going off in the at the moment, isn't it? I know Man City went one 0 up. I got uh, it. They got a penalty. Scammer got a penalty. Oh, they scored. Uh, he stepped up now. Saka, De Bruyne scored. It's one nil, and now Saka's having a penalty. Right. Was there a pen? Uh, keeper kind of took him down, but we get live in-game updates. <laughs> um, I was gonna start giving it a bathroom now. Now, yeah, fuck all that. We can, I can tell by your face what's happening anyway, Jay. Unbelievable, Jeff. Um, so, yeah, going back to the running order. Um, yeah, I think we've covered Milan. So, but not, not really, actually. I, I want to get back to I want to get back to Pedro Poro, like, um, before we move, move over, to, over to the next topic. Pedro Poro, is he done? Is he, is he career at Spurs over already? Is he done? Did we sign another reggae on? No, I think, I, think, I, think, I think he'd be all right, to be honest. No, man, you're your your boy, man. He's going to keep him out of the team. He was right the whole time, man. You've been, <laughs> right, been right all season about fucking Royal. Yeah, he, he just needs to put Royal uh, as one of the three centre-halves. People have been saying that. Like, bunsy has been saying it all season, isn't it? Calling him Rudiger. Um, maybe has been first. right. He did. <laughs> And you've you fucking campaigned it, you've championed it every week. I tell, he's a good defender, and he's he's agile, he's quick, and um, yeah, I don't I don't think there's a when players play up against him, they know they're not they're not going to be in for an easy ride. Like he he, he gets stuck in, he looks to rattle them, and no, I've, yeah, he's he got. He got slated going forward, but do you know what I mean? He's not, he's not that type of player. But playing, getting doing what he's good at, and you've seen it, yeah. He's been all right. Well, he can't be that bad because he's ended up ended up at Barcelona early in his career, so he must have something going on in it. That's and maybe we'll see. And he's still young, isn't it? That's what you know. Conte keeps mm. pointing out, and he keeps saying he's twenty three, man. Like just relax a little bit, like you know what I mean? How old is that, Poro? I think he's about twenty three as well, isn't he? What, what is he Spanish? Yeah, I'm Asian, I think. Mm, Spanish. Yeah. But he didn't play for City when he was there. So, I mean, I, I didn't get on the hype train of Poro. I, I, you know, I mean, I saw him play against us in the Champions League and he was, the, the commentators were saying he had a good game. And yeah, I, I kind of, okay, he did. That was my, that was my experience of Pedro Poro. But, yeah, you know, everyone wanted him. Um, and it was the it was the transfer saga of the January transfer window, and he just got absolutely rinsed by Tim Sherwood on Sky Sports. Sometimes I wonder who Tim Sherwood really supports. Like he's definitely a good one. Was Tim Sherwood? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's a bunch of shit coming out today about some guy who wants to come and buy Spurs for. Three point five million in it. Apparently, Joe Lewis wants four point seven five billion. That's that's the bit bit I was reading. So they're they're going to turn it down point blank. Fuck off. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah, I, else, so. I mean, 
Well, I mean, as I got home uh, after work time, uh, I've seen on Sky that apparently we're not for sale at all, which I don't really believe because we've had loads of people sort of sniffing around like the Qatari investment and all that. But I think this this guy's part of a consortium, so like seven people, and I think they're they're also an investment company, but they they they've got a bit of Abu Dhabi backing, and I think they want to basically seven billion of it is to buy the debt or something, um, and can and have that as part of the price, whereas I feel like Enic won't. They want a flat out like four point five or four, and they want the debt to be taken over to the new owner. I think. So I don't think uh, they probably won't accept it. The terms won't be great, but apparently, like this bid is sort of leaking now, just to see what the the general feel of it is, I guess. Because I don't think Levy would be leaking it out to the press, but the the bid's a few weeks away. So I'm just sort of thinking, like we're just we're trying to drum up the sort of Levy out stuff that we keep seeing, and see if that has an effect on their willingness to sell. Maybe. But also, I read that Levy one day as well. well as a, Ooh, I was going to say, maybe to oversee the whole thing. Yeah, go on, Sorry, Luke. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, yeah, if the bid's a couple of weeks away, yeah, maybe it's looking this figure of what four point was it three point seven five billion or four point seven five billion? I think they've offered. I think that I think that the, the, offer, the offer that's been touted is three point five, and Levy's holding out for four point seven. So maybe yeah, he's tired to to generate some interest, and I mean Spurs coming out and saying, "Oh no, we're not for sale." We um, weren't it just when the Qataris were sniffing around to invest? Then when it reported, "Ah, oh, Joe Lewis would prefer to sell the club instead of having investment in it." I'm sure I heard. I'm sure I read or heard that. So yeah, it's just. I think it's just Levy and Enoch doing what they do. They, if the, if someone offers them the money that they want, I've, they've always. I think they've when they took over us, they done it to make money, and if they can get billions, give me billions, then I think mm. they've succeeded, and I think they'll, I think they'll sell. Yeah, if they, if they come back with the the bid that, that Joe Lewis and and Levy want, you know, we all know how Levy rolls, man. He's going to say, um, "All right, you can have it, but ask for it with a with a with a woman's voice." <laughs> and that's probably what's going to happen. Something, something like that. I was going to say, like, add well, some imagine shipping it. caveat to it. It's six billion yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, like every transfer saga we've had has been long and drawn out. So, can you imagine this one? Like, this is like the biggest transfer saga of them all. I think it would last like years. It's going to be like that guy for years and years. It's going to be like that guy Leon, isn't it? When we were trying to sign on Dumbelo, just come out and said, "Don't you leave? He's an idiot." And we agreed on everything. <laughs> Every, everything was done. The price was agreed. The players packed his bags. He said goodbye to his mum. Everything's looking good. Everything's rosy. And then that, just as we're meeting up to shake hands and sign the deal, Levy goes, "Ah, oh, I don't want to pay that much anymore. Can you knock some money off?" And it's like, "Nah, go away. Be gone with you, you silly little." Prick. And that's what happened, isn't it? He didn't say silly little prick, but he said something like that, innit? It was the words to that effect, yeah. Yeah. But like he, yeah. he called him an idiot, innit? Yeah. The Moscow one was the best <laughs> one when he said about the Modric deal. Was it Moscow or wherever, Zagreb or wherever Zagreb. Uh, Modric was? And he was like, yeah, he kept changing the goalposts and then he's like, I'm going for a couple of shirts in. And he was like, and a couple of months later, the bill comes through and I've got about 10 shirts I've got to pay for, all with the names, with all the numbers and all the Premier League letters. He's charged me four whack for all of it. He was like, no, that's enough business with that geezer now. That's why I love Levy. That's why I think it's hilarious. Levy nice, man. He, he threw some shirts in with a Modric store, but charged them full price for eight hundred <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that real? No, the, the, the Zagreb chairman said it. I don't know how real it is. You know he did He was do saying that. it like, he definitely. Yeah. You know when they opened Kendrick like the, the uh, you know when they opened the, um, the invoice from Daniel Levy, like for for Modric, and it said minus like X amount of shirts, lettering, and he just deducted it from the sixteen million or whatever he paid it paid for him. Exactly. Yeah, that 100%. definitely happened. I reckon it did. Yeah. yeah so I think we 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 all know that Daniel Levy 
is a bit of a twat. But all jokes aside, take over. Big money coming in. What do we reckon? Is that sound, does that sound exciting, Rab? Are you, are you are you getting behind that? Are you about that, or you do you believe in the the organic method of trying to become a decent football club? Uh, yeah, I, I welcome new investment. I just, I just it, everything takes us so long, like replacing players, transfers. I think, yeah, obviously Levy and, and Enik have done a great job to get us where we are. But I just think that at, at the at the highest level, at the top table, they're, they're a bit lost and we don't really behave in a way that gets is going to get us pop over the line. And I think I'm just ready to see what someone else can do. And it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running for it, definitely. <laughs> I, I want change. They, they have done well for the club, to be fair. Like, I mean, I don't think anyone can really dispute that. Even the fucking Bleviat purists can't deny that what they've done for the club since Enoch have been there will have taken us from and where we've been. All right, maybe not at the moment, but you know, we we weren't even we were never attracting managers like fucking Conte and Mourinho. Imagine when Mourinho went to Chelsea. If we if I if, if I would have said to you in then at that time, one day he's gonna be our manager, you'd have gone bollocks, never in a million years. And that, that's not just because of the Chelsea affiliation. Just we weren't at that moment in time, we were we were lucky to I don't even know where we were. I can't even remember what where was we where was we then? Like we were I wouldn't have believed that. that ABB would be our manager. Never mind Mourinho and Conte. Well, there you go, isn't it? This is this is what I'm saying. But so basically, yeah. you look at it over the course of their tenure, like, and you think, actually, you know, whether they take this two to, to even be spoken about being in a super league with the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid, regardless of what your feelings are about the ethics behind that tournament, uh, that competition that they're trying to put together, it's it, it it's it's been unbelievably successful like unbelievably what they've done for the club but I think Robbie's right I think it's time now to hand it over to someone who wants to do something on the pitch because the Poch era was just a fluke I think it was a, hot, a very fluky that it all comes together in that moment because after Gareth Bale leaving I think all of us were just like yeah this is probably as good as it gets for us now and with the money that we invested, I know there's a lot of jokes about we signed a load of dog shit, and we did sign some dog shit, but some of them players were actually really good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it's right. I think it's time for someone else to come who's interested in taking the club onto the next level and on, on the pitch, not just as a, as a brand, a global kind of recognised money-making machine. I think and, we and, need... I mean... Go on. Go on. I was going to say that we need Levy to to actually leave because even though he's he's given some of the responsibility to director directors of football over the years, uh, he still seems to kind of meddle as well. So having having him there can't be helpful for any sort of blueprint or plan that we're trying to build towards to finally win these trophies because he just sort of micromanages it, and I can imagine it after seeing that documentary. So. Yeah, I think just a fresh start is probably needed. Jay, over to you. you. Yeah, I was going to say, so I think we just need, as a club, a bit of fresh impetus. And I think none of the managers or playing staff are getting that because, as you've said there, I've said, it's the same old bullshit. Shit drags on, players just go alone, they don't go anywhere. So I just... It's not about Levy going, but yeah, I, I, we need change. We need to go on to the next level. And I think Levy might be, has taken us as far as he can take us. We're going to go as high as we can with him because he's always going to play Levy-nomics and we can laugh about it, but we're actually not going to move on to that big club status if we're still going to start fucking around going, oh, Pedro Porro's 40 million, but we only want to pay 33. We're never going to get anywhere like that. And I love Levy, but yeah, it might be time for a change. But I wouldn't say, yeah, get rid of him. I'd leave him in the business background somewhere. For a but bit. Again, like Remy just said, he's, he's always going to start meddling. He's going to come down drinking pints of Stella in the changing room when the cameras are around. So you've got to be careful with him around. Fonzie, what, what are you saying? Do you, do you think to leave his time to, to do one and take a back seat and get get some fresh, fresh blood in there with a different vision for the club? I mean, I think we could do with it. Um, I mean, it... I think Levy's proved that like his long-term plan um, of the stadium, 
gradually improving the the squad, the training facilities and all that. He's been great at doing that and he's very good at he's been very good at that. I think the problem is, I mean, I don't know if you saw that they reported that Spurs, like the turnover of Spurs is like, what, the sixth or sixth or ninth in the world, like we're number six or number nine in the world with regards to turnover. Um, and we've spent in the last sort of five years, we've spent quite a bit of money on players. I think the problem and it's I think it's Levy all over the problem with Levy is he the money we spent if he'd have spent that in a smaller period of time under one manager what it's been done it's been eked out over managers so no manager has ever really got what they wanted or what they needed it was just sort of they might get one or two and then one or two so I don't think we've ever had that concentrated investment apart from the bow money that got reinvested into the squad and that turned out all right. But I mean, you can, I mean, look at some of our biggest signings that we've had in the last couple of years, the Celso and, and Dombele. Fucking, we're still paying for them. Do you know what I mean? Devin Sanchez. Yeah. Regular, they're still out on loan. So, and that, was because La Celso and Dombele, they were bought for Poch and he didn't give Poch, he gave Poch a bit of money, but he didn't give the the sort of, the major investment of the painful rebuild. He didn't give him enough money for the painful rebuild. And I think we've just been going through a painful fucking patch up job ever since. Do you think Poch would have got the best out of Dombele and La Celso? Do you remember the scene Real players coming to coming coming through there. I think he'd have got the best out of Ndombele because I think Poch likes hard work, but he likes attractive football. Like I don't think there was any Spurs player. Like the the training sessions might have been hard, but I don't think there was any Spurs player that wouldn't have said that could have said, "Oh, I didn't enjoy the football." I think they would have all come off the pitch or or after training saying like that that they really enjoyed playing football. I think under Conte and Mourinho and that, it wasn't about enjoying playing football. It was about, no, we fucking win. You enjoy winning. We don't care how we do it. You enjoy winning. And then we don't win. So there's nothing to yeah. enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Just misery. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, going, going, coming on to that conversation, there's there was Adam Brazil said today on Talk Sport that he's heard. I mean, this is all... Again, TalkSport, as much as I like some of the stuff on TalkSport, and I do watch it, uh, some of the, the stuff that they share, Adam Brazil reckons that he's heard that Pochettino is going to be back next season and Conte is not going to sign a new deal and he wants to see out the rest of the season, but he's not looking to stay any longer than that. I mean, uh, how he's heard that, I mean, Tim Sherwood's probably told him that. You know, or... <laughs> <laughs> None of them really know what's going on. That information isn't getting banded around. But when, they, when it starts to gather a little bit of pace, then you've got to start thinking, actually... At the moment, it isn't gathering pace. It's just it's it's just two plus two equals five, and there's a bit of you know everyone knows that Poch is hanging about with with Aussie ideas. They're going down the boozer and whatnot, whatever they're doing, playing golf, dicking about together. So Poch is hanging around like a bad smell in it. I mean, he's, he's got he, the thing with Poch right here. He, he, he spends too much time out of football. Like it, 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 it just it, it just tosses it off. He sits about doing fuck all that. If I was leaving, I'd be like, "What have you been up to?" What have you been doing like last six months? Like since you left PSG, well, nothing. Well, that wouldn't get you a job anywhere else, would it? Sitting around dicking about no. doing nothing. <clears throat> no. He did it after he left Spurs. He just he just skulked about for about fucking eighteen months. They've got a PSG job. Was it? I thought, it was, I thought he went to PSG quite quickly. Nah, man, he was I dicking about doing fuck all. Man, he was poncing, mate. He was on the ponce. I guess I just, the question, yeah, I, I, don't, I guess I, the question is, is is Daddy coming home, Ravi? I think it's it's like the worst kept secret in football that he is, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, part of me just wants, like, I just want the continuity of Conte. Like, I just want a manager to come in and just we ride through the bad period because we don't really want to do that for some reason. Even though every other club that's won trophies, like if you look at Chelsea, Liverpool, United. The scum as well, unfortunately. They they ride through this bad period and then suddenly 
their, their plans in place and they're doing well. And, and I just want to ride through that. But I just think the pot shadow is too large. I think everyone knows that he's coming back. And Conte is probably like, fuck this place. Like, <laughs> But who knows? Like, who knows? Because we bought Porro, who's like a specialist right wing back. So maybe like Levy and and everyone, they don't, they, don't, they don't really need to tell the fans anything, do they? They don't need to go, oh, yeah, no, he's staying. We're, we're, we're sure he's going to stay for a couple of years. And Conte doesn't have to tell anyone, oh, yeah, I'm committed to Spurs. He, he kind of keeps saying it. He kind of keeps saying stuff like, I'm proud to manage this club. But, yeah, I, I just think, I think Poch is coming back and I think we're just going to probably relive this in 18 months and end up with someone like Nuno as manager again, which is fucking... I don't want that. That's that's like the worst case thing. Who's that dickhead who just got sacked from Southampton? We're, we're going to end up with someone like that, isn't it? Hussenthal. <laughs> no, no, it was it Hussenthal. No, he was before, weren't it? No, not even him. Nathan, this, yeah. new, this new geezer. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Jones, yeah. Nathan Jones. Did he say he said he was the best coach in the world? It's like, bro, I don't even know where you came from. Luton. Came from Luton. <laughs> we'll end up with yeah. Jesse Marsh, man. The dirty yank. Um, to be fair, he won't be bad. Does, so, what's, what's your feelings? Do you, do you want to see? Do you, do you want to see? Where, where, where are you now on the Conte meter, Ravi? Like one being, I want him to stay forever, and ten being, he needs to piss off back to where he came from, not in a racist way. Uh, I don't know. Five. I'm in the middle, just because I think I don't want him to piss off, but I think he's pissing off. So I can't really say. I can't really argue anything else. Really, I think it's pretty much inevitable. <laughs> Your, mind, your mind's um, telling you just, no, but your body's telling you. But my body is telling me yes. <laughs> I've never heard it sound like that before. <laughs> I thought I'd do it more on the time. It was all right. I don't know if you could, I don't know if you can get laid doing that, but yeah, all right. Try it. It might work. I probably shouldn't use that to get laid anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can use those kind of cheap anymore. You should try it. You might, some people might like the uh, the curveball of, of that. <laughs> Uh, Bonesy, where, where are you with, with Conte? Like, what are you saying? I'm still back in Conte. Yeah. I, Where's your Conte yeah, meter? I think my Conte meter is still at 10. Well, you, that means you want, that's, that, that's, that's like extreme. Get the fuck out. No, nah, well, the other end then. One. Yeah. Fair, fair. Cause, because, and it's another reason as well. I mean... If we had investment and a takeover, then Conte could get his players. Um, but if if a takeover and investment doesn't happen, um, then I think Poch is on a hide into nothing if he was to come back because he told Levy what he needed and Levy sacked him for it. And we're in a worse position now than when he got sacked. So... I think the, the romanticism of Levy, um, Poch coming back and Levy thinking, oh, he's going to love it. He's going to lay another fucking golden egg for me. I think it could all end very, very badly and tarnish what he'd done first time round. So if if it was later, I know you don't like these questions, Banzi, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Don't bother. I'm not going to answer. It's nothing. There's nothing horrible in it. It's not an horrible <laughs> one. It's not. It's not nothing like that. Um, so it's laid out in front of you. Yeah, you got you got the, the blue pill and the red pill, right? And the, the red pill, you have that, and it, you wake up, and it's Pochettino time again, where it was like three or four years of unreal football, unbeaten at the lane, just just banking teams every week. And every day was, every, every morning you woke up on a, after a match day was just a beautiful morning, didn't matter uh, how bad your hangover was. And, uh, or you take the other pill, and you wake up, and, you know, we're going to win a Carling Cup or something. But the football's still drab. It'd have to be more than a Carling Cup. All right, I'll give you two Carling Cups. Carling Cup wouldn't swing it for me. So what? what it, but this is this is my point. This is what I'm going for. Like, what what is enough for me? How how close are we getting to saying actually we ain't winning anything? Uh, we're you know we're fifty percent way away from getting. 45 minutes away from getting knocked out of the Champions League. You know, I'm, I'm not saying we couldn't turn that around. FA Cup, yeah, we've got half a chance at the FA Cup. City and United are still in it. You know, potentially they get drawn against each other. Then there's there's a good chance we could get to the final. But 
playing the way we're playing, like, I don't know, I just feel like, I, I, I said it the other day, I want Conor to stay, I want Harry Kane to sign a new deal and, and all the rest. But it comes to a point where it's like, again, it's like, he's got to be taking some of the responsibility for how we're playing, man. It ain't like we ain't signed any players for him, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no I take that. I do take that. Um, but, I mean, going, sort of comparing it and going back to the Poch thing, right? Poch told um, Toby and Jan that they were finished, that they didn't have the legs anymore. And they were still playing really, really well. And a few of us fans were like, what the fuck is he doing, leaving these players out and rotating the back four? When they've been, they were so good. And um, Toby come out and he admitted it a bit later, didn't he? That yeah, he knew that I was on the de- like the decline. Fucking, we got Eric Deer at the back. Do you know what I mean? Like our defense is bad enough with it is. They'll get fucking roasted. <laughs> you think M- Munich was bad? The fucking <laughs> they'll get fucking. Oh. What do you mean, Jay? I think Poch going back now is a very silly idea. Because he's going to walk back into what we've all you lot talk about for however many episodes we've done is that we're just piping over a cracks and we haven't got over Poch in that whole era. So he's going to come back and we're going to go back to that. But we haven't got Ericsson. We haven't got Prime Alley and Prime Sun. <laughs> Levy ain't going to give him the money to go and get it. So why uh, stick with Conte, man? Oh, shit. It's a pen. It's a pen to see. Um, yeah, stick with Conte, not win a couple of Carlin Cups. Go and actually win something, man. Win a Premier League, win a Champions League. Win a oh, yeah. Come on, then. Let's go and win it, then. Let's go. I didn't realise it was that. But, you're, but your blue pill, red pill is nonsense because we've done the, the pill with Pochettino and have a couple of good years of nice football, but win fuck all. So, yeah, I will take a couple of Carlin Cups just to say, whatever, man, there's something different. I mean, that's, that's a glorious year. That's that's the kind of one so I want to I want to hear, but you know I I think the trophy thing is is, is massively overblown. I I I do feel, feel it's overblown because I all this talk don't about give a shit uh, about the trophy. Sorry, all this no. talk about trophies is is nonsense because it's only it's only a couple of clubs that run with that with that shit about Spurs not winning trophies. There's only a, there's only a handful of clubs that have won more trophies than Spurs in the last thirty years. There's only about five clubs that have won, won more trophies than Spurs, and two of them. Being financially doped, the other other three being uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, and United, and they're just the three biggest clubs in the country anyway, and they always have been. So it's all it's all overblown nonsense. City and Arsenal have never won a European trophy of any credit. We've won more we've won more trophy, European trophies than City and Arsenal combined. So it's how can how can how can anything mean anything if the two biggest clubs, if the biggest spending club in the in the country, by Chelsea up until recently. They've not even done anything in Europe, so it's a stick. It's a stick that means it's a stick that gets beaten against Spurs supporters, but it actually means nothing because if you're such yeah, a big club, I'm not beating the stick all. of trophies. I'm just saying, why don't we stick with this guy who's here right now? He's a world class manager and he's good value for it. And I think people gloss over too much about when we play well, when we have played well under him, we're fucking electrifying. There's just too much shit, and I think that's a lot to do with the piles of shit he's got out there on the pitch. I think invest, man. Give him the if we get some investors. Then invest in the playing squad. Get rid of some of these dickheads that shouldn't be there anymore. They should have been recycled a long time ago. And then we'll see what he's got. And if he can't do that, then yeah, fuck it all. Get Poch back in and let's just live them a couple of glory years again. I think he deserves, regardless of what happens this season, and you know, get, getting into the Champions League, it's going to be difficult with the midfield injuries we've got. I think regardless of what happens, I think he deserves another, another, he deserves another window to get the defenders yeah. he wants. To finish rebuilding that team in his image, get two defenders in there get two midfielders in there we've got that guy coming from uh, from Italy Udogi he's supposed to he, he's supposed to be the shit I think and we've get rid of the... a lot of these players these players that managers since Poch didn't want get fucking rid of them man who needs to go Jerry uh, who needs to go Jerry like wh- wh- <laughs> edit who needs, to, um... who, needs to, who needs to go Jerry like Go for the go for that. Go through the first eleven, right? Go for our, go for our best eleven, right? Who are we gonna who we started against City, which is probably our best eleven, you'd say. Uh, who 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 goes from goalkeeper to to everyone? Who goes in the summer? Or who needs to be replaced uh, in the eleven? Uh, yeah. So Hugo, God love him. I think he he's on the down, right? He's been on the down for a little while, and I think maybe retiring from international might help him. Maybe because he'll get a bit more of a break. But we need to upgrade goalkeepers' standard. None of this, 
Galinis and Fosters. Get someone in there that's actually going to take over from him. Someone proper. Dyer, Davis, all these pieces of shit. God love them. But Sanchez, get rid of them. They're rubbish. How do you get rid of players that say no? Cancel their contracts. You did it for Doherty. This went, oh, shit. Bang, there goes your contract. See you later. that's That's a mutual agreement, isn't it, though? Yeah, just leave you, man. He's got all the tactics in the world. Just go, yeah, don't worry, we're going to give you a pay rise. Put your arm around you and then say, no, fuck off, get out. Sanchez come out the other day and said, oh, Spurs are not playing me, but I'm not leaving. They offered yeah. they, off, they offered me to Nantes or something in France. They just went, no, well, well, I'd rather sit on the... He'd rather be a gardener in the war yeah. room. <laughs> 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 fuck. That's the thing, isn't it? They'll look at each other, yes. And they'll tell you, they'll turn this shit on the bench and say, I'd rather be a gardener. You said this on one of the pods, one of the early pods of a few back, I can't remember. But it's that thing that they can't believe they're like some of these boys. They're looking around thinking, God, this is world-class facilities. They're never going to... Davies and I should never be managed by a man like Conte. Harry Kane's on fire. Son's always having a dip, but he's he's world-class. These Kulus and Bentecors and Romero's that come in, they're like, fucking hell, I can't believe my luck. I should be at Cardiff. So why would they go? Sanchez, oh, mate. He's had a handful of good moments, but all I can ever remember is him falling over and headbutt in the floor, and then we can see. So that, there's too many people that need to fuck off. All these people on loan, stop all that nonsense, just fuck them off. But that's easier said than done, right? Wholesale changes. That's where you need investment. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, yeah, Conte getting, getting, getting a proper window to... But is, is Paratici going to be allowed to do any business? Like, What's his, what's his deal like? It's all going a bit quiet, isn't it? Let's yeah. with him like no one even said anything about it. he did he did the end of season video or end of transfer window video which was like a bit weird like I, I kind of saw half of it and then he got taken down and edited but he just looked like a man who's on the run in it like he looked like yeah his and days I, are numbered so I disagree I thought he spoke well yeah, I thought he spoke but, well and just explained all the stuff well. But he didn't talk about any of the fuckeries that he's going on. But why would he? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just a mess. The whole thing's a mess. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we just need to be keep consistent with someone. And Poch's first couple of years weren't great either, were they? Like, so, no. yeah. Yeah. Just need to we need to need to give him one more window and just it, then then it's sort of he lives and dies by his own sword sort of thing. Yeah. So he's yeah I mean that's 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 the thing I think Poch was there for what a year and a half and then it all kind of clicked and he didn't have a great side to begin with not one you'd kind of look at and say wow he's got you know, I mean he, he he somehow got the best out of and I think Mr Dembele wasn't a part of that initial push to the top four. Mr. Debbie was kind of getting moved around and not playing anything. He was playing Bennett Lab and Ryan Mason in midfield. And he was playing Ericsson. Yeah. Uh, who else was he playing? Like that first season, it was Ericsson. Obviously, Kane was 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 prominent. I think Lamella was getting a look in. Uh Chadley. Chadley was quite, yeah. quite prominent in that in that team. But Dem- Dembele wasn't really in that. And it wasn't until he binned off Bentel Lab uh and Mason kind of had that injury. That's that's how Dembele got back into that team. Because I think there was an interview with Dembele. He said, he goes, yeah, I went to speak to Mauricio and say, look, like, where, where am I playing? One minute I'm out there, next minute I'm over here. What's my permit, uh, position? And then Poch stuck him in midfield and we had two and a half great seasons of Muslim Dembele just bullying motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, I mean, who do you see becoming them? I mean, yeah, like, we, we had Ericsson, Deli Ali came, dropped into it. Son, an unbelievable signing. We need, yeah, it, it was a... It was a culmination of all the right things happening at the right time. All the all the stars aligned, and it was it was perfect. I just don't see that with a current squad because you got to look. Our best player and talisman is probably thinking every everybody in a fucking in football is trying to get him off to Manchester United in the summer. Um, even like our own fucking players, man. I say Teddy Sheridan and, and Dimas Berbatov obviously are gonna try and justify it because it makes them feel feel, feel better about yeah. their moves. You know, but I didn't realise yeah. that Teddy Sheridan was 31 when he went to United. Yeah, because he was about 54 when he came back to us. Yeah. Yeah, I forgave him immediately, innit? I was like, you fucking dog when he left. As soon as he walked back to Spurs, I was like, oh, I love you. Thank you. Um, and that was the start of the time. Do, do you guys it? think, 
do you guys think Kane stays for Poch again? Do you reckon he sort of looks mm. around and goes, I've oh, already done this? I reckon <laughs> Conte is the only person he sort of stays for. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Imagine, imagine if Kane really, really liked Daniel Levy, like, and he was, he was play, staying for him. It was always, it was always Daniel Levy. It was, <laughs> it was never anyone else. He loves Daniel Levy, and that'd be the greatest ever. But does he pull off his shirt? He's got Daniel Levy. Him. He's got Daniel oh. Levy tattoo on, on his chest. Daniel Levy number one. Yeah, it might be that you, you don't know what goes on in these behind the. Well, I suppose we do. We saw the documentary, and uh, was it? We've got school goals. Schools yeah. got fucking fucking schools. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, West Ham is up next. Um, I think it's their it's their World Cup in it. It's their World Cup final. Um, probably the wrong time to be playing. We got them and we got Chelsea back to back, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's no good. Chelsea are gonna yeah. find some form. West Ham and Chelsea are gonna find form against us, isn't it? I don't fuck that. I ain't talking like that. Where man? What's gonna happen against West Ham? Uh, I, I hope we turn up and they're not very good. So, yeah, we, we can. Hopefully, we've got a point to prove as well. And we just turn up and we actually just dominate what, the, the ball against them. We're, we shouldn't really have to be defensive against them, but we seem to be doing it an awful lot. I hope Son doesn't play, even though he always scores against them, because I think it's just about time we start seeing Richie get a, a couple of games. Uh, but, yeah, any Spurs could should sort of turn up so uh, is it home or away? yeah home, we should it? beat them they're not good they're really not good Bunzi what are you saying? Um, I'm going to say that we're going to win and that's all I've got to say about that <laughs> <laughs> Jay what's going to happen against West Ham? Um, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? They, they're going to turn up with everything they've got. And if they beat us, then they'll happily end the season. So we just got to make sure we come with that same energy. We should always beat them. They've never been a threat, but they are going to come with some big energy. So we've got to make sure we match it. I feel like they've got a good record at the new stadium. Is that right? I don't know. I feel like they've beaten us. They have, yeah. yeah. They were the first I mean, they were the team first to beat, beat us. us. Yeah. yeah, and then they've beaten us a couple of times since as well. Fucking Antonio, isn't it? So he doesn't even play for them anymore, but guaranteed he comes on and scores. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I, yeah, I feel, I feel with Hoybier is going to be back for that, isn't it? He's, not, he's only banned yeah. for the Champions League, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's only that game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be him and Sire in midfield, you would assume. Uh, I, yeah, again, going back to the, last night, I thought I thought Sar was decent, and I, 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 it was only the Arsenal game, really. And I don't think it was it was anything to do with his performance. It was only the Arsenal game where I thought he would he looked a little bit naive, but that's that's fair enough, you know. It was a uh, it was a kind of collective shit performance from everybody in that game. But yeah, so someone's got some someone's got to arrive in in the last whatever fifteen games of the season. Isn't it so, someone's got to step up. Uh, Kane will be Kane and Kane will do Kane stuff but Son Son Richie there's, there's, there's someone in there that's going to do something between now and the season I mean someone's going to lay it up I think I don't know who it's going to be but someone's going to do some magic might be Dan Juma you've no idea Kulisevsky might hit that form that he hit it back in the I last mean, season yeah, I think yeah, had a good run hasn't he hang on that was it. He hasn't had a good run, has he, Kulu? He hasn't had like a proper nice yeah, run of games I, where he's smashing it. I think the, I, I think the injury stuff has to back. be the injury stuff has to be addressed at Spurs as well, man. There's too many injuries happening. Yeah. Like, They're just like, dropping like flies. It's crazy. It's crazy the amount of injuries we're having, and like bad ones where it's keeping people out for like you don't. You, we don't have injuries like oh they're gonna, they're going to be out for the next game or two. It's like no, they're gone for they're gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gone. Yeah. Well. uh, I hate to mention his name, but uh, Wenger was watching our game yesterday, and was it? he said three. He said sort of like three things that he noticed about us that, like he. So first of all, he he sort of he said that Conte is actually committed. He knows Conte. He knows he doesn't question any commitment from Conte, which was, I thought was interesting from Wenger, considering he hates us. But he thinks that our players can't complete can't compete physically and are unable to play at a pace above a certain level and where we're just sort of weak in the challenge and all that sort of stuff. And like part of me was like, well, 
yeah, of course he's going to say that. But I do sometimes I do look at our squad and I think sometimes we're not competing. Second balls, we're not run. We don't have that much pay very well. And yeah, I just, I just, what do you guys think? Like, because that's kind of the, the the main issue we're facing. Isn't the tactics for me? It's the personnel on the pitch don't look that fit, to be honest. Awesome winger said Spurs are shit. Shock horror. Yeah, well, yeah, but I think he might have had a point this time. A hundred percent. It's the personnel. Hundred percent. I mean, someone, I was listening to a pod uh, a little while back, maybe three or four weeks ago, when we were in a real sticky part, you know, I think we'd all really just check the towel in. And someone wrote into the pod, uh, emailed in and said, who was a personal physical trainer, like, you know, friends, athletes, and said that the way Spurs are set up, he had this theory that they're overtraining. But when it comes to match day, they're, 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 they're spent. Their the muscles haven't recovered from training and they haven't, they, their recovery is not good. And, and, and the, the, these are observations. These are not things that he's got. He ain't got, he ain't privy to any of the data or, or any of the training regimes that they're doing. But he says from his experience and from what he sees, they all look like they're not recovering properly from intense training because I think their training is, is, is pretty, pretty tough. I think that's been documented extensively like from pre-season onwards even from when Conte first started but yeah this is this was an observation I mean you know I, I wouldn't know what to look for but the second balls thing is clear we don't win enough second balls against City we did against City we were winning everything and so that's what I was gonna say all of that theory marries into the thing that he can't do more than a game a week because when we've got time to prepare like City we're fucking smashing it and we haven't we look yeah spent Gohan City Grealish Sweet. So that, yeah. that is that is two ones to City. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, they. Got a penalty, but, that yeah. offside thing was jokes, man. Wasn't it? That whole offside thing at the weekend was too funny. It was saying if they don't win the league by a point or two, and it comes down to that ruling, like, <laughs> yeah. But Liverpool lost it one year, didn't they? It was like millimeters of a ball over a line. The guy at work in the canteen who supports Arsenal, um, he goes to me. He goes, come on, Dad, no, when, when he was serving me my sausages. And I said, don't worry about don't worry about Spurs, bro. All you need to worry about is the offside rule, you silly cunt. And he was laughing, to be fair. And he, and he, gave, and he, and he did give me a large, because it was chicken palm in the uh, in the canteen the other day. And he, and he did sort me out a large bit of chicken, to be fair. So I can't, you know, he, he is a gooner, but he hooks me up. So, yeah, is that, yeah, I don't know. I'm, sending my, I'm selling my soul in it for a bit of chicken palm, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> for a slice of pie. Um, <laughs> going back to the going back to the fitness thing, uh Poch isn't Poch gonna do the same thing? Like doesn't he work his players to the death? And and he obviously all these players that we still have that were shit when he was still here, did they also not stop being able to press and all that sort of stuff? So But the proof like, the proof was in the so we, are we just gonna team. keep this up? Yeah. Sorry. Which, the previous one with Pockets teams. <laughs> so talking over each other, man. I got to edit all this shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, go on, go on. Poch's teams at the time when he was doing all that intense training were putting up the numbers to back it up. Over a cycle, then yeah, it'll, it's too much. But Conte's boys aren't putting any numbers up and they look fucked already. So when's the point we're going to get over the hump and actually start seeing some of the benefits of this intense training? I think I think we'll I think we'll see benefits like we did last year. I mean, the fact that we've got so many injuries, I think it's going to cost us. But you look at the back end of last season, all that extra fitness training and them intense workouts. It looked like we had a lot more gas in the tank than other teams, and it don't take. It's only a couple of percent here or there. It's one on fine margins. So I think. I think our result, um, our results and our performances will get better. It's just, yeah, Benacor's a, he's a big miss. I just think, I think Conte's in the gym with the players and he's going, do you want it? Do you want it? And they're going, no, I don't fucking want it. <laughs> I want it. I'll leave you with this one, right? Because we're, we're coming to, I think we've got a few minutes left, but I'm going to hit you with this one, right? Going back to Daniel Levy, the most, success, the most successful time in our club, right? 
under in the last however long under Poch, right? We, we can all agree on that on the pitch, best football, and you know it was it was it was good times. Do you remember at the time that we had an incentive based pay structure for our entire squad? And if you wanted to get paid, you had to fucking play. And everybody was towards the end. Everyone was crying about it. Um, Danny Rose famously coming out calling calling Levy out with these incentive based things. But all them players had something to prove, not just on the pitch, but they they had that incentive of uh, a financial reward for. And it wasn't just goals and some of that. It was very like meticulously put together on their contracts. Here's a quid a week, but it's like sixty grand a week if you hit these targets. And it's about you know, I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know that the players. It, it, we don't. We have never brought it up, but at the time it was like everyone was speaking about this, 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 these contracts that Daniel Levy put into the players, and it worked. And as soon as he stopped them contracts, all these players will stop performing. Yeah, it's it's no it's no it's it's there's, there's no coincidence there for me. It's that Anelka and another by your theory, isn't it? When they're playing for a contract, they're fucking well beaters. When they get that contract, then they're just chill. And all of a sudden, you ain't hitting them numbers and banging in them goals. But when there's the carrot at the end of the stick, yeah, everyone was taking a piss out of us when Potter was having his arm around someone every couple of weeks or every week. But right. again, it coincided with us being great at the time. And that, yeah, that's a genius idea. But it didn't take off, did it? All right, we've got to wrap it yeah. because it's the times the times getting on. Uh, Rabbi, quickly, just quickly, score line against West Ham. 2-1 to us. 2-1. Two one. Yeah. Jay. 2-0. Us. Bonesy. Two one. I'm gonna go the same way as Rev. I'm gonna go three 0 Have that. Oh, he's got, he's he's gone for it. All right, guys. Well, um, cheers for coming on here and talking pish. Um, yeah, we've got to get back to getting the weekly ones out again. Uh, we had a good reason for not doing one last week though, because I had some things happening. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll crack on with it next week after after the West Ham game. We'll pull it apart and either be positive or miserable. Cheers, Jay, for coming on. It's been a pleasure having Thanks. you here. Bonesy and Rev, thank you again for being co-hosts and thank very lovely and whatever. Um, thank you yeah. for roasting, Mark. Roasting? No, that, that, that never happens. That never <laughs> happens. Uh, I was trying to be to... nice there. <laughs> giving away some some like kind of personal shit. Uh, right. <laughs> so yeah, this has been episode 24. Come on, you Spurs. Fucking A.